0: Hey everyone! Today we got a real special guest, so get prepared to learn everything about dementia in this episode of the Sound Alchemy Podcast. So here we are, guys. Um, This is the Sound Alchemy Podcast, and here we have Victoria Clay. Clay. Is that the proper pronunciation for your last name? Clay. Okay, there you have it, guys. So she's a very good friend of mine, and believe it or not, she's she's speaking to me thanks to the magic of the internet because she's she lives in Australia, and just imagine that she's eleven hours ahead of where I am right now. So just think about the distances between both of us. So say hello to the crowd, Victoria. <laughs>
1: hello, everybody in Galway. How are you all doing?
0: Well, they should they should be fine. They can't answer back, but I can assure that they will say that they are having a good crack. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay so. so
0: so let me uh, go on, oh, okay you go sorry, on. sorry victoria let me let okay 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 let me introduce you to the to the to the audience victoria she's uh she's uh, an expert when it comes to to all sorts of all, so to 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 several areas when it comes to dementia and alzheimer's disease and her area of expertise is delirium is That's that right victoria? correct yes Okay. So the whole point of this interview is uh, well to have an idea what we're talking about and every, and how music is related to the treatment of people who are suffering of dementia. So the first question would be this. What is dementia in a, in a simple term if it's possible to to explain it in simple terms?
1: Okay. So dementia in a simple terms. Okay. Dementia Affects each person in a different way. It depends on the person's health and their personality before becoming ill. In the early stages, dementia is often overlooked because it's so gradual. Some of the common changes in dementia are forgetfulness, losing track of time, becoming lost in familiar places. In the later stages, dementia is one of almost total dependence and inactivity and memory disturbances can be quite serious. Sufferers are usually unaware of time and place, have difficulty recognising relatives and friends, have an increasing need for assistance with self-care, and have difficulty walking. They can experience behaviour changes that may intensify and can include um, uh, violence. Dementia really is... Very overwhelming for families too as they watch their loved ones slip away. Dementia is a disease that lacks dignity and sufferers become isolated through their inability to communicate. I remember a mm. friend telling me about his father, who he used to sit with even though his father never spoke. And one day, in a brief moment of clarity, his father said to him, I feel so alone. Nobody ever includes me. So dementia is a very, very awful um, disease. And it's not, even though it's most common with the elderly, it is not considered um, a normal part of aging.
0: Okay, well, actually, could it be possible that somebody who is not as old as most of the people who are suffering of this disease could get dementia at some point?
1: Uh, Look, statistically... Um, they say that anyone from about the age of 85 onwards probably has what we call some form of cognitive impairment. Uh, And cognitive impairment means, well, brain impairment. And most of that will ultimately lead to dementia. Um, But it doesn't have to. But age-related changes in the brain do occur to us all, unfortunately, as we get older.
0: Okay, so somebody could say that it's part of getting old, in you know, in a sort way. Sort of, I guess yeah. I
1: And, and okay. one of the reasons that we have so much dementia now is because our elderly population is living so much longer. Uh, the generation before my generation, for example, probably most of them lived till, uh, or the generation before that, my parents' parents, uh, they wouldn't have lived much past the age of 70. But modern medicine has improved our, um, our treatment of so many things like heart disease. We've conquered cancer to a certain extent, but now our elderly are living a lot longer. It's not unheard of to have people old 95 and 100. On my own ward where I work as a uh, nurse unit manager in an acute medical geriatric and evaluation management ward, we can have at least half a dozen that are a hundred and over. Wow. So it's yes, it's it's not unheard of. The oldest one I remember was a hundred and ten. Wow. Which is <laughs> pretty amazing.
0: It's incredible. So That's remarkable.
1: It it is. And in fact the average age on the ward's probably eighty and above.
0: Wow. So we're talking about really, really uh, experienced people, to say the least.
1: And what and what makes it so difficult too in this particular age group? Um, not only do they have uh, some sort of cognitive decline, but physically at that age, they're essentially not travelling very well. They'll have a lot of other medical conditions as well, and this is where the delirium comes in. That these medical conditions attack the brain because the brain is so vulnerable because it's an old brain.
0: Okay, I got, I got we, one question, sorry. sorry. Uh, by cognitive yep. impairment, you mean that they don't perceive reality as the rest of the population of the world, world does?
1: No, what it means is that they can't necessarily, it, possibly yes, possibly they um, don't see our reality Okay. But generally, what it means is that they won't um, necessarily be able to compute things as quickly as we do. And okay. one of the most common forms of cognitive impairment, of course, is memory. Oh, um, and short-term memory is always affected most. Hmm. So that the elderly patient, you can tell them something, and twenty-four hours later, they may not remember. And this is okay. one of the most common indicators of Alzheimer's, the first sign that someone is starting to um, perhaps suffer from Alzheimer's is short-term memory loss. And it's different from someone just forgetting um, because they're so busy. They just don't remember and they will repeat the same thing over and over every day and they'll ask the same questions.
0: Okay. So in a way it's like if they were stuck in the same pattern, and they can get, get can, yes. they can get out of that of that pattern. Whoa.
1: Yes. so and and it's quite difficult. What we do on our ward is we have what are called orientation boards. So there'll be a big sign up in each bed bay saying mm. uh, today's date is this. It is this day of the month, the year. your nurse today is whomever it is. Um, the weather outside is whatever. Um, And that is to help keep the elderly patient with um, some form of dementia or cognitive impairment more grounded um, Mm. in what's going on in the day. So,
0: So, as you said,
1: there's a little bit of a lapse from reality.
0: Okay. So by that, you mean that there are different levels of dementia, I suppose.
1: Most definitely different levels, as I was talking about before, you have your earlier stages of alzheimer's, which is just a little bit of forgetfulness and losing track of time,
0: mm-hmm. where
1: an elderly in the end stages of dementia, and I need to stress here that alzheimer's is a terminal disease, all dementias are terminal. anything that affects the brain will ultimately affect all aspects of the body, so eventually. Your brain, well, your brain is the thing that controls your heart, your lungs, your kidneys, your liver, all of those things. So as the brain gradually breaks down, it will affect physical functioning as well. It's just that mental, mental functioning is your first indicators. So in an end-stage dementia, the, the person may not even be able to walk. Wow. Uh, they may not be able to feed themselves. Uh, yes, yes. They may just sit there and need to be everything done for them. So, And eventually they will die because um, their, their heart and lungs and everything will mentally stop working. One of, one of the probably more common parts where that will start is with the kidneys and um, the digestive tract that they will become incontinent they won't be able to control their own bladder and bowel. Um, so and that's it, one of the next signs.
0: So in a way, uh, it's like if they forget how to operate these organs, right?
1: Exactly. Everything wow. just breaks down. Yeah, wow. yeah. And they have no control.
0: So once you get to that um, point, there is no return, I guess.
1: There is no return. There, wow. We have to stress that there is no cure for dementia. And um, it is... A disease of the elderly that needs to be managed. So we don't talk about cure. What we talk about is managing and providing the best quality of life that we can. I need to just sort of backtrack a little bit here that dementia doesn't always just affect elderly. There are some young people that get dementia, Uh, that's called early onset dementia, but that the type of dementia is actually usually genetically inherited, uh, which is different from aging dementia.
0: That would be because of the composition of the brains or something related to how the brain their brains is working, I suppose.
1: Well, yeah, it's, some, it's, a, it's an inherited and quite often with early onset dementia, um, you'll find that there's a very, very strong family history and going back, oh, someone said, oh, yeah, my my grandfather died very young, and uh, we don't really know why. And um, quite often, those sorts of dementias are there's a strong family pattern to them, and wow. that's a, a completely separate form of dementia from what we're talking about with wow. elderly and Alzheimer's. Yeah.
0: Wow, on uh, there, yeah. uh, using music as a treatment what are the benefits of of that
1: sorry can you speak a little louder oh
0: yeah yeah sorry uh, for example uh, what we're doing here with the alive inside initiative uh, they are promoting the use of music as a treatment for patients of dementia so what are, what are some of those benefits
1: okay so um just just to give you a little bit of background on how the music works with dementia um is Obviously, we believe, and you do too, of course, Adam, that it's a very powerful tool uh, for dementia. And we all know that the power of the power of an old song, how it can trigger vivid memories that seem to transport us back into time and space. As Adam and I got to know each other, we're both fans of the '80s,
0: (laughs) Um,
1: and I've just got tickets to Elton John. Anybody wants to know (laughs) what? You're
0: stressed. You're always into the the other stuff.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So the songs we love become woven into our brain cell tapestry and they're tangled up with people, seasons, and locations throughout our lifespan. So in other words, music triggers memory through emotion. And what seems to happen is that a piece of familiar music serves as a soundtrack for a mental movie that starts playing in our head. Researchers have shown that different parts of the brain light up when music is played. And this happens even when the brain has been weakened by dementia. They can do scans and they can show the colors of the brain lighting up while music is being played.
0: So by that you mean that the the, the brain... It starts working once again when they listen to their exactly. favorite tracks. Wow. That's so incredible. So with
1: Alzheimer's, it is. It's amazing. Fantastic. And, I mean, there is medical evidence to show that this works. Without the use neurological any of any drug.
0: Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's that's so, her. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so Alzheimer's patients have been observed singing along or brightening up when familiar songs are played. I'll never forget the time when I had a choir on the ward um, singing some old songs live to a group of patients. And this elderly person who, who had never reacted to anything all of a sudden jumped up and started dancing. And we're going, man, will you look at him go? And it turned out that he'd been a ballroom dancer.
0: Wow. Wow. And the
1: music had triggered a memory. And you've never seen such a wonderful smile on this elderly gentleman's face. It was just fantastic. Wow! And what we believe is that music also helps. As I said earlier, that um, sometimes patients with dementia can become quite violent uh, because they just don't understand what's going on. But music is fantastic to help harm them as well. Mm. It focuses them, it centers them, it grounds
0: them. Bring brings them, bring them back to life.
1: It does. It brings them back to life. It brings them back to their life. Whoa. And quite often you'll then be able to hold a conversation with this person um, and talk about what they were doing when that music occurred because it really does bring them back to life. It, 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 it has been proven to work.
0: So there you have it, guys. The power of music, the undeniable power of music, especially the undeniable power of rock and roll. So support your <laughs> local bands, support every single musician that you know, and of course support and support and join the fight against dementia through the use of music, Victoria. As always, thank you very much for joining us. It was an, a quite insightful interview and it was longer than I expected to tell you the truth because before we got in, we, we started recording this, you were saying that we should it should be around five minutes and we're closer to 15 minutes. We, we have passed already 15 minutes, so there you have it. <laughs> I got to love your, your passion about the, the issue.
1: Yeah, thank you. Look, I'd just like to thank you all for inviting me to talk. I feel very excited about it and so privileged to have been invited to uh, speak on your empathy tour and just remember that um, we, can, we can actually well, the Rotary Club of Galway in their work to bring better quality of life to the people living with dementia their families and their carers through their music and I'd just like to say in closing, rock on Galway! Woo!
0: That's a spirit. Thank you very much Victoria. See you around. Isn't she amazing? Don't forget to support your local charity. And for further information, go to aliveinside.org. And as always, don't let anybody tell you what to dream about. I'm Adam Grant. This was the Can Alchemy Podcast. And I'll see you when I see you.